All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us at the NYP podcast, Unwilling Professionals. Uh, I'm your host, Gene Wampa. We also have um, IK and Ebera, but I'll let them do their own introductions. So, uh, IK? Hey, everyone. This is IK Ketchabunda, um, originally from New York, hailing in Chicago, and Chicago's pretty hot right now, so we're looking forward to getting to that topic. Chicago's on fire. <laughs> All right, um, Ebera? <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Adara from the Bronx, New York. Looking forward to a great discussion. Awesome, awesome. All right, so I guess we could uh, start off with our first uh, section here. We have the NYP 411. So I uh, just uh, quickly just want to go over the latest developments in NYP. As you know, we had the recent um, candidate selection for our various positions uh, do you guys want to go through a, just a quick summary just to get up, everyone up to speed? Uh, yeah, just I guess real real high level. Um, NYP, we had our um, elections for the different positions. Uh, we, we had a new structure that we just implemented, and with that, pretty much all the leadership positions were now available. So a lot of people came out to the call to hear what the different positions were, and um, a good number of people also ran. I think we had 60 people in total who put themselves out to be candidates for the various roles, um, and voting just ended this past Wednesday. So we got a lot of good feedback, a lot of good enthusiasm from people, and um, the results are, are done. We're not going to announce them until next week, uh, but right now it's looking like there's some, some offsets. Uh, some people Uh-oh. are really stepping up into the, into the fray, so it's, uh, it's nice. So I think, uh, everyone what do you like mean? The new I outcome there. Um, can, you, organization can you share at least one of the upsets? <laughs> um, uh, nah, 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 nah. We won't, we won't <laughs> I don't want to spoil. Are you pleading the But I, I don't want us to bet. I think it's, it's good to go through it. But again, I think everyone will be excited to know that uh, you know a lot of new people were uh, in the running and were trying to become candidates, and some of those new people were voted in. So I think it's a testament to that people, they want fresh blood in the organization. They want things to, to move forward in a fresh, new, um, exciting way. So I think we'll, we'll get that. So people should be happy with the results. Hey, that's awesome. I, I know a lot of people were pretty excited. Um, you know, I saw a, a nice list of uh, new people, actually, when I went to go vote. So uh, really excited to see who won. And All right. interesting phone call as well. Just to, it's those who got to listen in or those who were actually on the call. It was a lot of new ideas and feedback. So can't wait to see the results come out since IK's not sharing. Yeah, IK's being no pretty uh, angry. No, 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 no leaks. No leaks. That's how, uh, that's how bad things happen when we leak out. But I think um, yeah, we'll, we'll have that call later on this week. We'll, we'll be sending out emails and, and posting on social media when that call is going to be. Uh, so we just encourage everyone to, to, to dial in. Uh, be a part of the call and really encourage the new people as they try to move NYP forward in the best direction possible. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, moving along, we're going to go into our next section here, um, which will be our final session for the show. It's our What's Hot, a.k.a. Audio section. <laughs> so we're just going to talk about our current events. Uh, you know, there's a lot of hot, hot topics going on right now, especially IK's main man, Donald Trump, in the news, heavy. In the, state of, uh, in the state of Illinois, well, actually, specific, uh, specifically Chicago, you know, making some serious, serious headlines over there. So um, uh, what do you guys feel about this situation? Uh, yeah, Barry, I'll let you speak first, but just just want to clarify, this dude is not my main man, so don't even <laughs> broadcast that at all. Uh, 
putting that out there. Uh, but sir, I'll let you speak for some topics. Well, I'm still, you know, I've had a lot about Donald Trump and, you know, all of his antics and his rallies. And it's just, I'm surprised that it's been allowed to get this far. You know, reference to a lot of his just belligerent speech and antics and just someone, certain people of color, certain people of certain religions from his rallies. He's just being blatantly racist. And he's still doing well in the polls. So I'm just, I'm not surprised Chicago happens, but, you know, it's reaching a boiling point. As we're drawing closer and closer to Election Day, it's just like, okay, when will he fail or when will the message stop? His tomfoolery just stop completely. But, um, hmm, Chicago, I I'm not surprised that it's turned into, like, a violent protest to even stop him from having his rally there because he speaks messages of hate, whether he does it overtly or just does little sideways comments. It's just, he's not promoting where we should be in 2016. Exactly. I mean, it's been, I don't know if I've ever, well, I definitely haven't experienced any, any presidential candidate that's been this divisive and this, like, uh, this aggressive, actually, like Donald Trump, like, I don't know what to say, but uh, honestly, you know, I know I know why he's winning the polls because he just says stuff that people have been dying to say um, in public. He's he's just not a a politically correct person, and he's going to say whatever's on his mind. So people have been dying to say the things that he's saying, these racist things, and make America great again, which is a epic, you know, win for him to actually coin that that uh, that slogan, that phrase, you know, as his campaign, um, you know part of his campaign material, but I mean, this, this guy is just playing that reality TV. He's playing on all those strings right now because people love it. It's pure entertainment. And, um, secretly inside, I think, you know, some, some folks, obviously not us because we're, we're kind of in the minority section, but, uh, some people just love it. So, I mean, that's, I, that's why I, I credit him, you know, in terms of winning, he's, he's just playing, playing that, uh, that card really well. And, um, I guess people people uh, want to see more of it, so expect to see yeah, more and, Donald and it's Trump. It's very odd. He's appealing yeah. to a wide range of people, which is which is the strangest thing to me. So he's appealing to people who are more on that you know racist fringe right right wing. You know, he's appealing to them, but he's also appealing to certain minority groups as well who feel like this country needs stronger leadership. That the world is kind of so crazy that we, we might not be in a position to have a woman or a weak person in the office. We need someone who's more strong and more brash in there. So he's appealing to, to different spectrums of people, which is the most odd thing, too. And I think that's also why he's, he's winning in the polls, because he's not just catering to this one area group. You know, he's catering to different people who kind of are gravitating towards, you know, his different dimensions, whether it's the more brash bravado side, whether it's kind of, okay, he knows business side, or whether it's, hey, I'm racist and I'm going to get rid of, of immigrants. I think those three pillars are appealing to different types of people who are kind of gravitating towards him. So it's very, very strange, but it, it's, it's working oddly for him. Because he's feeling their fear at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, you know, there are mm-hmm. many other nations <clears throat> internationally that have women leaders. But for some reason, they think, you know, 
one can't happen in America or what have you. And then, you know, just saying all the other things that he's saying that's inappropriate. It's like you're fueling their fear that this really have no evidence based anything. Where's this coming from? We need strong leadership. Okay, are you saying we didn't have strong leadership in the past? Someone who's been our president for the past eight years? Was that not strong? Have we been suffering for the past eight years? Like, where are they getting, I guess, this, the, their argument from? And then why is we, we don't leading, we don't we don't know? win anymore. That's that's why we don't win. We don't win in trade. We don't win at the border. That's what he'll say. He just say we don't win. So <laughs> just just throw that out there to people and say we don't win. People are like, yeah, yeah, we don't win. We haven't won. <laughs> I haven't had a good W in a while. Yeah, that's and it, I haven't won in a while. And it and works it just, so well. People are just tricked by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It works so well. It's like fear tactics, actually. You know, and he's also remember when Obama came in. You know, Obama. You know, played the whole thing with the change and all that stuff and. And, you know, actually people want, you know, people voted for him because they, they want, uh, you know, something that was different. You know, Donald Trump is bringing that. <laughs> people, are they feel like he's bringing something that's different. You know, okay, with Donald Trump, he says that we're going to finally win in trade. We're going to get out of debt and stop owing China and all these and um, secure the borders and things like that. We like that. You know, that's different. Northern candidates saying that everyone else is pretty boring. You know, so I'll, I'll support this guy. I'll vote for him. Um, and he speaks his mind. We never had a candidate that spoke his mind. So that's why we want to vote for him for some reason. So, I mean, this is crazy. You know, people, he's really appealing to those people somehow. And it's it's just crazy what happened in Chicago where their, you know, violence, you know, broke out, you know, because of it. You know, he's saying all these crazy things that people do support. Like people, yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure there's people that don't want, you know, that, that want a secure border. And uh, he's he's basically flat out saying he does not want you know Mexicans coming into the to the country basically, and that's that's kind of alienating a huge part of our population. And people are, are happy about it. And you know when they get to these rallies, they're like, you know what, we had enough of this guy. He's blatantly racist. How can you want some someone like this to rule a country? Well, yeah, to rule the um, United States. And uh, you know we're gonna stand up. We're gonna make a protest. Uh, and even before that, um, and. And I think it was in North Carolina, you know, someone got punched at one of his rallies and (laughs) it was like, like, uh, there was no real repercussions. Of course, the guy went to jail. But if you guys saw the video, he straight up decked this, this dude, he decked him. For doing nothing. For doing nothing. And the dude, and I I really commend that guy. Yeah, I really commend that guy for like not striking back or not flipping out and just dominating that old man. But he just struck him for no reason. And, and I'm trying to understand the reasoning behind it. Like, I hope if when Donald Trump is president, you're going to get that times 100 or times a million, actually, because people are going to be feeling really comfortable with, with now, you know, speaking out, speaking out and, you know, saying what they really want to say instead of hiding, you know, so. I think if Donald Trump even becomes president, it just lets the rest of the world know how stupid America can really be. I feel like, like. That he can't be. I can't even speak that into the atmosphere. He cannot be. You know, because he doesn't represent the ideals, the alleged ideals that the country is supposed to have, which is a place of refuge, a place for immigrants to come. Not I understand with you know people crossing the border illegally, and that's the tension that may cause. But you know, America is supposed to be considered this melting pot, this land of opportunity, and having someone like himself preaching an opposite message or just saying, well, it is a land opportunity, but for certain people. Uh-uh. He cannot. 
can't. But, but my question is, is this. Do you guys think that these protests are really going to make a difference? I mean, you know, being in Chicago now for the past few years, uh, Chicago gets very crunk when anything happens. And, you know, I, I do admire that in terms of protests. I remember around Thanksgiving, you know, around the, the shootings, um, and and people were really kind of stopping shoppers. They were, they were down Michigan Avenue just protesting a group. Not, not really aggressively, honestly. They were, gross, they were protesting peacefully. They weren't, weren't getting violent for the most part, but they were just kind of very intense. And, you know, I really like seeing that. I like seeing people take a stand for, for what they believe in. And, you know, because if we, you know, you know, stand for nothing, we'll fall for anything, that expression. But at the same time, are these things really making a difference? I always wonder, wonder that in my head. Like, I, I like the fact that we're, we're, we're vocal and we're doing, saying something about it and trying to do something about it. But do these actions actually make a difference? So, for example, did this Trump rally protest really make a difference in a positive way? Or was it just kind of more fuel to the fire for his campaign? I, I, don't, I don't know, but more publicity for him. So I struggle with that a lot of times. Yeah, it's definitely more fuel to the fire. And I, I really think it's what he wants at the end of the day. Because, obviously, America, everyone knows... You know, uh, what is it? The most popular family in America is not even <laughs> uh, the Bar- uh, Barack Obama's family. It's the Kardashians. Like, it's a popularity uh, contest. Like, it's crazy. So the more publicity this guy gets, um, you know, the better. And also another key point is he, he did say something crazy um, on CNN where he was like, you know, well, I don't know if it was him or, you know, the, one of the CNN dudes that uh, brought it up, but. He was he was exercising his his freedom of speech, which is which is fine. You know, the the protesters came out there exercising their freedom of speech. They get to, you know, do this thing. But they, it can't be at a point where it's like he can't like he like is, is it is it going to be a point where it's going to be a blockade where you can't like people are going to protest and block him from from speaking? Like, is that going to be a problem? I mean, at the end of the day, like. Like you said, I okay, is if if these things are making a difference, I personally don't think it's really making a difference in regards to Donald Trump. I just think he's winning even more because when you look at the news, it makes those protesters look bad. Like they show these youth, these youth just jumping up and down with their cell phones, chanting and stuff like that, making them really, really look bad <laughs> in the public eye. So uh, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm, I'm glad that people are standing up. But um, you gotta stand up with your votes. Like he shouldn't be winning. So if you want to, if you really want to make a difference, uh, I guess there. I mean, obviously you could protest and stuff like that. It doesn't need to get violent. But at the end of the day, you guys need to vote and make sure he doesn't win. And I agree. Like voting is important. Like there's power in the voice of the voter. But I think, granted, Chicago did get violent. But I think these protests do make a, a difference. Just like. With the Black Lives Matter protest, that made a difference. It made us more cognizant of police brutality as well as what we need to do within our own communities when it comes to Black-on-Black violence. So, granted, the last protest may have not gone the way that it should have gone, which is being more peaceful. But I think any type of protest at least heightens the awareness of the community. Like, okay, this is getting out of hand, or this is crazy, or even if I do agree with him, in one way or the other, it doesn't need to get to this level, you know? So I think just a bunch of people getting together and saying, you know, this is not what the message of presidency should be about makes an impact. Now, this the type of difference remains to be seen as to what type of impact it will make. But I think the protesting does help. Yeah, I mean, we will see. I mean, again, time, time will tell. It's, it's just, I, I'm really, you know, it, just, it boggles my mind that, you know, people who can, 
claim to be true kind of, you know, Christian Republicans, whatever, are supporting this guy. Just, it, it just doesn't really, the two things don't make sense. They don't align to me. They're kind of very kind of contradictory to me to kind of feel like you have kind of really good, strong Christian morals, but then you're voting for, for Trump. So, uh, I don't know. I, I always like to have conversations with people who are, who are voting for Trump and, and kind of understand the reasons, because for the mm-hmm. most part, I haven't heard I haven't heard many, very many, like, good reasons. I mean, I've heard a couple in terms of kind of talking about, like, the economy and how you run business and things like that. And if that's your reason and you're like, you know what, you know, I really feel like he has some good business sense and business savvy, whatever it can be. If that's your reason, that's one thing. Or if you're like, you know what, I hate, <laughs> I hate all races. So, you know, he, he's going to deport all these people I don't like. Sure, I want to go for that. If you say that, I don't know if I can argue with you. Like, that's how you feel? Like, okay, that's your guy. But if you feel like, you know what, I am a Christian, I believe in God, I believe that, you know, um, we should do the best for our people, for our society, and everything like that, and you go with a guy who's promoting all this violence, it doesn't make sense. So it, for me, I, I always try to find people who kind of have those first opinions and ask them, okay, why are you, you know, voting for Trump? Because for me, it just doesn't make sense, and I want to learn a little bit more about that rationale because it's just, it's just tough to swallow overall, definitely. So, like, Trump um, had several business areas, though. What was I'm that about? Just a general question. Like, hasn't Trump had some business failures? Like, I know he's well known with the Trump Tower and certain business ventures, but certain things, he hasn't been always successful in business. So, if anyone, if that's their reasoning for voting for him, they may be strongly disappointed um, because he hasn't been, you know, he hasn't had this straight streak winning of business success, success in business, excuse me. So, I was just wondering. Well, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, the business part is kind of hard to argue. Yeah, he de- he definitely mm-hmm. had failures, but you know, everyone has has failures. But I think that's his, mm-hmm. to me that's his only strong point because right now he's running his campaign with I don't know if he's he started accepting donations, but supposedly it's all his money. So that's that's pretty. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a successful guy. Like business wise, at the end of the day, he did something mm-hmm. to get to where he's at, where he's pretty successful business-wise. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's one of his strong points. Everything else, I think, is a weakness uh, for him because I, I just think he, like like Obama said, like he he was basically saying that Obama's been, was born in Kenya. Like he was so adamant, like, hey, that guy was born in Kenya. Why do we want him? Why is he our president? He's a Kenyan. He's born in Kenya. I'm like, oh, man, everything else he says. That is just speaks to his ignorance. He's exact. That's the perfect word. And I'm like, ignorant. He's an ignorant guy. Like you don't. Like, how can? Like how that can also you? says you don't believe in the other people that put him. That also investigated where he was born. Exactly. And, you know, did the necessary research to make sure he is even an eligible candidate for presidency. You don't believe in what they did either. Mm-hmm. So that speaks volumes. Yeah. That is just, that's another thing that I'm surprised at. Like. How are the people who are voting for him, who are, let's say, in any type of governmental position, how do you miss that? That he basically insulted you well before he started running. Exactly. He's just playing, he's just playing like, people left and right. And he, even, even the whole thing about, like, he, he speaks his mind. He appears to speak his mind. And I think that's why he's like Jedi mind tricking and tricking people. But mm-hmm. he appears to speak his mind. But at the end of the day, he's not going to go so overboard that's going to make him lose the, the base of the Republican Party. So, for example, like he'll speak up about like immigrants and this and that because he knows there's a strong base within the party who you know believes that and will support that. But then when he talks about like pro-life and pro-choice, ha-ha, he's not going to go there because he knows that as a Republican, if he ever dares to talk about pro-choice, he's going to lose the entire base. 
you know, so he's not pro-life, but he's not pro-life. You're not, you're not pro-life guy. Like you're not, but he can't say that. He can't speak his mind in that case because he knows that's going to be down for him. So like, as much as he speaks his mind, he like promotes that. He knows like what he's doing. He knows how to play and manipulate the party. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Where to go with the full bravado and where to kind of fall back because he doesn't want to fail because he knows that certain things are more kind of hot topics for that party. And I think going for the Republican Party, he knows that he can win there more than he can with the, as an independent or as a Democrat. So, dude, I mean, dude is not dumb. He's a businessman. He's a, cop, like, he's a strategist. So he looked back and said, like, where is my opportunity in the Republican Party? How can I kind of leverage that through this way? And he's, he's doing exactly that. And people are allowing him and falling for it. So I think that's what I'm so frustrated about. I'm like, can't you see what's happening? To you guys, please, can't see it? You're like, no, he's great. Everything is good. Like, dude, like he's playing you, you know? This is very frustrating. It's all right. He's playing on their ignorance. And if he does, I can't even say if he does win, I'll just... Please <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely a method to his madness, so... It's crazy. So um, we're about to start wrapping up in a bit, but um, I just wanted to ask you guys... You know, being that we're uh, Nigerian Americans, do we have anything to worry about in case Trump becomes president? Well, my plan is always to go back home, even though. <laughs> Does this expedite that plan? <laughs> and well, no, I seriously, even before this whole debacle with the presidential election has come. I really want to go back to Nigeria and help build the ancestral structure of that country, like of our home, because without us who have, you know, our parents who came here and, you know, made a way for us, what about our family who, I know I have at least a third of my family back home, what about them who, you know, are still dealing with so much corruption in our own country and if we're so, you know, talented, so educated, like, and so well off, what are we doing? From not even just here, but from back there. Right now it's a canvas. You know, things are not developed here like it can be back home. So to me, it's like mm-hmm. almost a blank canvas. But, you know, with the corruption issue and the government and all those things back there, I know it potentially has its pros and its cons. But, yes, you know, if, if Trump wins, hey, you know, I'll see what I can do as a nurse back home. <laughs> <laughs> How can I education or whatever in Nigeria because I will not be here. Even before this presidential election, I like to travel. I always look for someone else to be but here because this has so many issues to this country. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It is. Okay, you were going to say something? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I really just, I don't know. I, I think it's a long to short-term thing. Like, if the longer he's president and the longer that, like, whatever policies he can get through the system are kind of getting into effect, the more the issues will arise. I think in the short term, you know, how much change can he affect in the very short term? I don't know how much he can do, you know, in this first term, honestly, uh, especially, you know, if if he wins and then everyone sees, like, he's crazy, whatever, and the Democrats win, you know, the House and the Senate and stuff like that, he can't really do much. So we'll see. I, I think it's a lot more grandstanding and kind of, you know, discussions and anything. Where where I'm more concerned is with his foreign policy because in, in terms of changing, like, U.S. policy, it's going to be very difficult to do. It just takes a long time and journey. Like, it's not easy to do. But in terms of exactly. foreign policy, you know, if he's out there being a rogue, being a wild card, like, speaking all crazy, like, it's just like a bully. B- bullies, you know, will bully people who back down. But if someone stays and, like, punches the bully in the face, then the bully's kind of like, oh, snap, like, I- I've kind of bitten off more I can chew. And I think that's what I'm more concerned about. Like, he starts popping off, like, a 
to like Islam people, Muslim people, you know, in those countries, and then like all, all, all hell breaks loose. That's more of my concern, and then things kind of get out of hand and escalate from there. So I, I'm less concerned about like his internal policies and, and deporting people, and more about the foreign policy and kind of what the repercussions can be, you know, outside the U.S. Because the world just doesn't care anymore. Like a lot of countries just do not care. And I think that his attitude of like I'm going to bully everybody will work with certain countries, but with others they might push back. And I, I'm more concerned on that area, in the foreign policy standpoint, than like the actual U.S. Uh, you know policies and, and deportation stuff. But we'll see. I'm I I definitely feel that. I mean, from my standpoint, I just feel it's going to be a nuclear wasteland in two years if this guy is president, <laughs> because uh, you can't just be you can't talk like that to foreign officials. Like the way he's talking to you know about even Obama, the way he talks about Obama, he's not going to be able to talk about Putin or someone else like that and just get away with it. I can I, I, I'm really interesting to see if this happens. Of course, these are hypotheticals. A visit to Russia, you know, where, you know, the president sits down, they both cross their, their legs, have a chat. I wonder how that chat's going to go with uh, with Putin, who's a known thug. So um, we'll, we'll see. Um, I hope it doesn't happen. He's not going to uh, He's not. Uh, he's not going to I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. No, he's not but, I, if he's I gambled, I would gamble on thug. it. He is not going to win. Putin's a, a straight thug. Putin's a thug. I call Putin a thug. <laughs> you know Putin's a thug. I mean, come on. He stole what's his name Super Bowl ring and said it was he's a wearing gift. A is, he, is he wearing Tim? <laughs> is he wearing Tim? Yeah. He's a thuggish guy, man. He's a, he's a, he's a criminal. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we're at the we're at the end of our show. Really, thanks. Uh, thank everyone for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Um, so, thank you.